the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. Looks like you and your merry band are still in a sticky situation. Yes, I really didn't know how we were going to get out of this. Things were looking really tough. Mm, it seems that people have a hard time trusting you. I, I understand people see the cobwebs coming out of my eye sockets and often have a hard time trusting me. Oh, I mean, I understand that. I'm sort of used to it by now, you know. Usually I just think people must be jealous of the way that I look and my incredibly charismatic attitude. I mean, <laughs> my name is Friend. Ah, yes it is, and you're proving yourself to be quite a friend indeed. Hey, can I give you a little advice for the rest of your adventure? Oh, sure. Take no prisoners. Oh, I don't plan to... Last time on D&D, our adventurers went deeper into the darkness of despair as they scrambled for a way to free themselves from the drow prison. They'd been split up for various chores and tasks, and Wendell may have bit off a little more than he could chew. Let's rejoin Aldrich, Friend, and Marcus as they toil away at their labors. So they lead you through that guard tower? As you walk in, uh, you're basically you're following right after their escorting Wendell out. Um, and these are uh, who is escorting us? Uh, you have Jorlin. Jorlin, okay. He's who the is the scarred one? He is the scarred one. He's okay. the scarred one. And only he. Is no, the... he okay. and three others. Okay, great. Jorlin's just walking in front of you, kind of motioning for you to follow. You know to follow him. Sure. Uh, the other three are kind of just behind you. They have crossbows at the ready. You walk through that room. There are two guards sitting there. They're playing cards. They both just kind of look at you uh, as you're walking by. The light, it's lit in here, so you can see basically some fungus. Uh, it's really, in this room, it's just a table with um, a couple guards, and there's a couple things hanging around uh, for them to do or sit on and whatever. Uh, it's not There's not too much here, but there is a ladder going up. None of you have ever been up there. They then bring you into the, uh, cross that bridge, the second door, and as you're following uh, Ilvara and Shore and the other guard who are escorting Wendell, they walk into that first room, and then they have you keep going on. You head down these, uh, basically these steps here mm-hmm. along this wall. So um, the number four barracks? Yeah, until you get to this open area. And this is the biggest part of the platform up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two stalactites kind of melded into it. Sure. But this whole area here is a big, big platform here. Gotcha. Again, they're going to take you, you know, this is the barracks for the bulk of the drow. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you guys have each had at least a turn in here maybe cleaning up something or doing some main task. As you're walking by, you also notice, uh, well, you don't, but you notice, um, just you notice that there are also two Quagoths sitting here next to this lift. Uh, and they're just kind of waiting there. Like, that's their job. Oh, sure. So they take you into the... Uh, Kitchens um, and mess hall. Kitchen, right? mess hall, yeah. You get in here, there's a bunch of tables all set with like four or five seats to them. It looks like this is where they all come to hang out. In here now, there's a Quagoth. He's sitting there. It looks like he's preparing some kind of meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I mean, you guys are in where they eat, so this is where there are utensils. Uh, there are a variety of cooking utensils. Of sure. Here. Uh, ooh, uh, I'd like to look for an unintended knife, but also the sticks that window we're looking for. So okay, as you get how here, would I do that. Sure. Um, well, they're going to have you just start. It looks like the a lot of them have just eat. Okay. And so they're going to have you just start cleaning the table, and they're all watching you. Uh, the three of you. Uh, Marcus tries to stay away from you but uh, to move to another table, but they make sure you're all together, and he clearly is not happy with it. Right. And he mutters devil under his mouth every now and then. Uh, and you, you hear this. Uh, the drow don't seem to, to mind. They actually seem to like kind of antagonizing him a bit, in a way. Yeah, so there's a Quagoth cooking, and then there's the three drow watching you, and then Jarlin. Jarlin goes over and talks to the Quagoth for a bit. Uh, and the three jar are just sitting there chatting when you guys are doing work. And you don't speak Elvish. I don't. Marcus doesn't. You speak a wood. Okay. You hear words like guard, and um, you hear, uh, you understand the word late. 
something is, you get the impression that something is late. Okay. You know, and they're kind of arguing about it, and they almost look worried, I guess, in a way, while you guys are cleaning. They've handed you some, basically some sponges uh, or rags to kind of wipe down the tables. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of mess here and there. Uh, clean up, the, all the pots are made of clay, or mm -hmm. the bowls are made of clay. And they just want you to basically start cleaning this up. It looks like there's leftover cheese and some dried fruit, uh, you know, a couple pieces of preserved meat. They're having you just toss it all into this kind of this sack. Mm -hmm. uh, everything together into this sack. Anything that's food. And they're just kind of watching you uh, as you guys clean. Okay. Uh, I'd like to roll that, roll that perception to look for an unattended knife or the basically the sure. items of well, my interest. I mean, you can find them for... You're regularly cleaning them up. Oh, okay. So you're regularly cleaning them up. More than anything, you would need to maybe perform a sleight of hand. Sure, to try to snag them. Mm -hmm. um, are there any lights around? It's lit in here. It's um, uh, a couple it's, of candles it's, around, something like it's that. Not a it's a, a phosphorescent fungus. Oh, okay. Fungus that grows, yeah. That we, it gives off a soft glow. I think it'd be, it lights up for like 30 feet or something. Okay. Yeah. There's also a heavy... Um, Basically, a heavy iron brazier that they use to cook over. Okay. Um, it's, it's there is a little bit of fire lit in it, but it's basically coals for the most part. Great. Now they've just finished cooking. Uh, probably got this cooking, but it looks like he's probably preparing that broth. For you. Sure. Okay, so I'd like to cast Prestidigitation on one of the little glowworms, on one of the little on one of the little fungi, fungi. Sure. To see if I can turn it, just like turn the light that it makes off, just this very small section, hopefully unnoticeable. Sure. Is I I don't know what how you cast that. Is that like does that have? Uh, it's a cantrip. Yeah. Uh, there, so there there aren't any really. Com components I know there's not components. Is there a gesturing? Is there? I mean, is it does that have somatic? Components? Oh, uh, ver uh wow, verbal? verbal and somatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, so I'll whisper. Yeah, and... I, I'm fine with you doing it. Uh, yeah. Just make a. Uh, let's do a sleight of hand check. Look at plus five to that, which makes it not a natural 20, but a 20. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you get away with it. So you're just turning, you kind of want to just change the light? Yeah, well, uh, one of the, a very, like, you know, one-inch square piece of the fungus that is creating the light casts prestidigitation on it to extinguish the light that it's yeah. making. Just a very small piece. Yeah, it works just fine. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they don't seem to notice. They're kind of arguing about something where you're hearing. Marcus How close am I to Marcus? He's sticking close to you. He's trying to stay away from him. Okay. He okay. knows they want you guys all to be together, but he's trying to stay away from him. Mm -hmm. He kind of leans over. Mm -hmm. Because of that. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he looks the part. I noticed you uh, didn't really seem to be too friendly. Like, you seem to have a past with him. Um, I can't really see too much, and I, I think it was you guys talking to each other, but what, what do you know about friend? He, um, he lured me into a forest. I don't, I just woke up in a daze, but I know he did it. I was there, and I, I would not have gone there with him by myself. Hmm. Well, so you were with someone? He brought me there. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if I trust someone that calls himself friend. You know, it's that, if someone has to say they're a good guy, I don't think they're a good guy. He's not a good guy. How do I know you're not the good guy? I don't care what you know, but I wouldn't trust that man. If you can call him that. When we break out, I think we're going to have to just ditch him. I become a little suspicious and I start edging closer to them having this conversation. Okay. Hey, what are you guys talking about? We're trying to find that piece for Wendell. Do you see anything around that looks like it uh, could pick a lock? Do I? I have no... I mean, I don't know how you... If you know anything about lock picking. Oh, no, I don't, but I know that we were but, looking for those yeah. small sticks. Uh, I mean, there are some thin knives and stuff like that. They're not, none of the knives, the knives aren't all like huge, like butcher knives. Or sure. So. Knives, forks. Like paring knives, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There's little knives. And then maybe over near the cooking utensils, there might be something. Um, or any wooden handles. Right. And wooden then, handled things. Sure. Uh, there's nothing really with a wooden handle here. There's not really much wood here. Uh, okay. You've been walking on planks, but they're made of basically some kind of fungus. You're familiar with it. You know of it as Zerkwood. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over to the kitchen stuff and look for some like meat skewers, metal meat skewers. Okay, oh, they're not. If you start wandering away from a table, they're basically wandering. Oh, okay. They're watching you on a table, and then it looks okay. like, like it's being bus boys. They move you to yeah, the next I, okay. table. Okay. 
Oh, sure. Okay. Can I grab up a stack? I'm going to grab up a stack okay. of um, sure. plates and wander like I'm setting them over with the okay. yeah, other that's dirty dishes. That's fine. One of them kind of half follows you over. Like, he's still talking to them. He's got mm-hmm. his crossbow, like, trained near you, but kind of to the ground. I'm, he's just kind of talking. Okay, I'm just going to eye over, like, the dirty dishes and see if I can't find something long, metal, like a screw sure. or a meat screw. Mm-hmm. You can, um, yeah, you can attempt to uh, do... Uh, sleight of hand or whatever to grab something. Okay, twenty-one. Okay, yeah, you can grab. Uh, you can grab a knife. You okay. know, it looks like a thin knife. There's nothing too fancy, but uh, it might work. Or if you want a fork, whatever, you can grab whatever utensil you want and okay. easily pocket it. Like just gonna shove it down somewhere, and and they're kind of you know he's got his head turned while you're doing it. I'm gonna grab, try and grab one fork and one knife. Yeah, I'm gonna palm them. Give me another roll. Three nine. Okay, he, he, he clearly turns back and comes in. Says something, he yells something to you in Elvin, uh, uh, but you definitely hear... Like, no. Drop. You hear okay. drop as part of it. You understand okay. that word. Okay, so I'm... Okay, so I've grabbed... We'll do the first roll for the knife. So I've successfully grabbed the knife. Okay. And palmed it. When I try and grab the fork, um, I make too much noise. I hear a bunch of yelling, uh, and I understand the word drop it, so I just kind of throw the fork back. Yeah, and then he... Uh, he comes over and he kind of grabs you uh, near the collar, and since you're all small, he's just kind of dragging you away. He starts saying something to the other guards and pointing at you. One of them comes over and just kicks you in the stomach. Ooh. And you're going to take one damage. And then they kind of push you and point to you, get to the next table. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to clench my gut and scurry over to the next table. Okay. Yeah, and they, they motion all to the next table. Uh, Marcus keeps giving him the evil eye. As we move towards the next table, I'm going to move next to Marcus. Okay. And I don't know if you would if you would like a sleight of hand or performance or something like that, but I'm going to nudge him or or sort of like put out the foot to try to trip him so that he falls into one of the drow eating. Okay. Um sure. Uh Basically, I'll make him make a dexterity save. Oh, okay. I'm going to give him disadvantage because he's like not... I mean, he's watching you to some degree, but he's not expecting you to do anything with the guards. Mm. So he's kind of half cleaning, half watching. He just kind of glares at you every now and then. He's not really paying attention to what you're doing, but just kind of gives you a menacing look like he's on to you. But he's not. So disadvantage is roll two and take the lowest? Yes. Okay. And roll fantastically. Damn it. <laughs> Kind of stumbles over your foot. He doesn't fall into the guards, but he looks at you. He knows what you've done. Oh, please, please. Yeah, I, are you okay? Don't touch me. He starts raising his voice really loud. He's are like, you Get okay? Get away from me. I'm sorry. What He's happened? He's a demon here. He's a demon. And the dark elves just kind of start laughing. But he just keeps yelling. He's kind of raising his voice. He's like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to touch you. I want you to get away. And the dark elves are kind of... Jorling comes over and he's kind of like, hey. You know, he starts motioning to be quiet. Says something to him and Elvin. And he's wrong. He's just like, I I can't handle being in this cell with you, you know. And he just keeps spouting off, calling in all kinds of obscenities, basically, because he, uh, uh, and, and the Dark Elves are just That's like, fair. okay, we, one of them walks up behind him and just conks him in the back of the head. And he kind of slumps over, holding his head. And then uh, Jorlin says something, and they haul him off. And so there's just uh, Jorlin and a guard with you. All right. Um, do I have time during the motion? Uh, to uh, make another sleight of hand to grab another fork. Absolutely. All right. Now uh, you can have advantage. That's, Nineteen. That's good enough. Yeah, grab uh, grab whatever you want. You can grab a plate. I don't care. <laughs> Put a plate in your pants. Then I want to grab a fork. And um, are the tables made of wood nailed? Made of zerk wood. Um, so. I'm wondering, is there any type of iron like nails I can pull out? No, nothing you could reasonably get out without someone noticing. Okay. Then, yeah, I just need a knife and a fork. Okay. All right, good. Well, they got, uh, basically, they have you clean all your stuff. And, um, you know, you guys clean for another, unless you guys want to do anything in particular. I'm, uh, sorry, a friend is going to just bide his time and continue towing the line, cleaning up everything. Um, I would like to wait for a time when it's just Jorlin and one guard and us two, right? And one Quagga. And one Quagga. Oh, okay. Right. So I would like to um, wait for a time. A Quagga's humanoid? Yes. Okay. So I want to wait for a time when all of us are alone heading back to the cell. 
if the, if that happens. Or basically when we're all... When Jarlin and the guard are escorting you back? Yes. Okay, so you guys have you finish up your uh, your rounds at the table. Uh, at all the tables, cleaning them up, dumping all the dishes off. The Quaggat's kind of looking at you a little. He doesn't really care about you because he's busy cooking your mushroom broth. And then Jarlin, the guard, motion to you and they start leaving. He has the guard lead this time. He's kind of behind you guys. Yeah, he's walking you. He starts walking you outside, out of the cave and onto that big platform. So I don't know what you're... The big platform. I was uh, wanting to wait for a uh, past guard tower ten, like closer. As to, you're heading towards the cell. As you're heading toward the as bridge you, between the guard tower and the yes, cell. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And is it is it still Jorlin and just one guard? Just and Jorlin. Shogoth. Right um, stays in the kitchen. Just the two dark elves are leading you up. Okay. Great. And, and, okay. and Jorlin's following behind you, uh-huh. and the other two, the other ones in front. Sure. Uh, kind of leading the way, and you don't see any sign of anyone else out. I mean, there's. No guards floating out, so they could be out and about or in some of the guard towers or whatnot. Which one is in front? I'm going to be closer to Jorlin. Okay, so you're in front. Okay. He's leading you first. Uh, nothing's happening uh, to you, but uh, friend. I'm passing along. I'm feeling a little good about myself for having uh, managed to <laughs> scavenge some tools. Yeah. Okay, so while we're still on the... You oh. guys are heading towards the guard tower. You're not quite at it yet, so you haven't gone through it. Oh, okay. Great. And on your way there, Jorlin kind of nudges you in the back, friend. Me? Yes. And he, in kind of a broken comments, don't don't turn around. Be quiet. Uh, he's kind of whispering it to you. Mm-hmm. If I could get you out of here, would you flee, or would you fight us? But not if you oh. fight us. Gosh, here it is. Wait, fight us? He said, fight us. Yeah. Okay. I shake my head. No. Okay. You shake your head. No. Okay. And then uh, he walks you back through the guard tower. Through the guard tower. There are two guards still sitting there. They're playing cards still. One of them looks like his pile of money. He's gotten much bigger. And the other one looks a little less happy. And then he starts, you want to do something on the bridge between the prison and the... Basically, when no one else is around, when we've already passed the other guard tower and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, you guys passed the guard tower. He's escorting you back. Um, let's see. I would like to cast Charm Person on Jorlin. You gotta go for it, huh? It, it, all, it has a verbal and somatic again, so I'd like to whisper and... Well, the other guard is in front of us facing away, yeah. so I guess it's not so much a big deal. It lasts for an hour. Um, how much do you know about else? Not much, certainly not much about Drow aside from the stories. Okay, uh, well, surface cells. How much do you know? I don't know how much you know about oh, it. I don't um, know where you live. Sure. I, I ran out into the forest on walkabout, if you will, for a while, and in my travels, I'd, I would have met some wood elves and very, okay. or at least things like that, so a little bit. Sure. I guess make, make, give me an intelligence check. Okay. Six. Okay. Yeah. Well, carry on. <laughs> okay uh, I would li- I definitely would like to cast Charm Person on Jorlin okay uh, what's the difficulty of the I-, I assume he has to make a saving throw on your stuff wisdom against my DC of 14 he easily passes damn it just so you know elves have advantage against that kind of stuff okay <laughs> well I'm an idiot I rolled a 6 when I came to intelligence and you feel a sharp pain right in your side as he sticks his sword right into you. Ah. It's not terribly bad, but you take three damage. Okay. And then he kind of kicks at you while you're like slumping over. Uh, and the other guard turns around. You hear a little mm-hmm. commotion, but you can't see anything, so you don't know what to do. And you're on a wooden bridge over a waterfall, or over a pit that's 100 feet high. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you want to do, but it's kind of shaking a little when you're, you can't see. Um, I'm just going to freeze right there. Okay. So the guard turns around, he kind of sees that you've been taken care of. And then uh, he he yells something to the guard tower. Two guys come out, and Jorlin's just get, trained his crossbow on him. He's just watching you. The other two guards come out. They say something back and forth to each other. They begin hauling you. They just lift you up by the arms and just start dragging you back. And they're just throwing you back in the cell. Okay. I have dark vision, but I need the. Do I need the myconoid sprouts of fungus to communicate? You can't communicate telepathically with anyone unless you talk, does it. right? You can talk all you want. El, uh, Darendale speaks elf. Darendale speaks elvish. Sarath 
Sarah elf. speaks Elvish. Um, okay. You can also talk to um, Eldith. I don't. Yeah. You can talk to Eldith, Ront. I don't need to talk. Basically, to you cannot talk to Bupido, mm-hmm. Shushar. Yeah, fuck that guy. Stool. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure if Turvy understands you. Okay. I'm gonna approach Turvy. Okay. This guy's a deep gnome. He knows the the, the mines. He, he, he can help me. Okay, you approach Turvy. Well met, friend. Hello. So you can understand me, then? Yeah. Your sister and you, do you plan to die in here? Oh, no, we're getting out of here. How can I help? I don't know. I thought uh, the little boy's plan, we'd maybe sneak away in that distraction. I think it's a good plan. What do you think of the Darrow? The Pupito? That's the one. He's insane. Do you think we can use him to draw attention? Absolutely. You can't trust a Darrow, though. But he wants to He wants to go berserk, as far as I can tell. I can feel the seething red energy. That was maybe for now, but next moment he could... Hmm. I see. Unpredictable. Yeah. He seems eager enough, though. I'll give him that. What can I do? How can I ensure our escape? How can I help? I mean... Even if we did escape, what are we going to do? We're going to jump. Are we going to jump down? We have to go down the webs. It's the only way I see. There's the lift, but we'd have to fight our way to the lift. We could take our chances with the waterfall, but there might be rocks at the bottom rather than a a cool, soothing lake. (laughs) (laughs) Druid. Druid, why would you do that? (laughs) Rocks would not be good. Yeah, a cool, soothing lake would be much preferable. What do you think? The webs or the water? I mean, the webs are a safe fall, but... The whole spider thing. The whole spider thing. Webs it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but... Then what do we do when we're in the webs? We just have to try try and make our way down and then make our way back up, I suppose. I mean, the webs are... I think they're only up at the top here. Enough! I must meditate. And I walk away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to sit cross-legged and commune with the... with the channeling uh, rivulets of energy that flow throughout all natural life, through the rocks, the streams. Okay. I'm going to breathe in the clouds and breathe out life and meditate within myself to see what, what kind of visions I receive, what kind of insights I can, I can gather about my position. Okay. As you're uh, sitting there meditating, mm-hmm. trying to draw in upon your life force, mm-hmm. you feel a big paw on your shoulder. <laughs> I look up and to the left. You see uh, Prince Darrenville. Oh, well met, High King. Future king. I am Excuse just a prince. Me. Excuse I'm just me. A prince. Um, not until Terrastore is destroyed. Well, there's hey, only one way to destroy Terrastore. Where Where are you from on the surface? Uh, well, where I originally hail from is a story for another time, but I found my true self in the Direwood in the High Forest. You are from the High Forest, too. Indeed, friend. Any news from Melrindon Vane? It's a remote kingdom, I must admit, and I, embracing the druidic path... Hold on. Make a history check. It's remote for me. Sure. Make a history check with disadvantage. An 8 and an 11. I mean, you've never heard of this place. I yeah. mean, your secluded life has I'm a hermit. left you to ever. So you actually don't okay. know of this place. I know not of your kingdom, my friend, but the elf lands are vast. We were the most powerful nation within the High Forest. How many years ago, friend? I... I feel like I've been here for... for years, but... it can't be. It was only just yesterday that Terrastore stole my life from me. Oh, yes. In the Underdark, the minutes can become months and the months can bleed into the decades. Well, if you don't have news, I suppose... I'm sorry. That's... that's okay. I just... any hope. Hopefully my bride survived. I have hope we can make it out of this this black pit and reclaim your kingdom. I cannot wait to see the light of the surface again. Aye. Carry on. 
And he wanders off a little dejected. He kind of heads over near Ront, and Ront just kind of clears out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and he just sits down. And I don't know if you wish to go back to meditating. No. Okay. I am going to talk to Sarah. Okay. Do you plan to die, friend? Rejoin the Earth. I don't wish to die, but I have a feeling I'm going to. If there were any chance, just some small chance that a beam of sunlight could break through this blackness, would you take it? I hate sunlight. Oh, right, you're done. If there were any chance that another minute of life could be had, would you take it? Absolutely. What can you offer? I'm well versed in the Underdark. I know. That boy, that, that pubescent hormonal boy... The child? The child. The child with the rigid the rigid stick in his pantaloons. <laughs> He'll open the door. I have faith. He's well trained. Even if he does, where do we go? Indeed. It's between the webs and the waterfall as far as I see it. I mean, after that. If we manage to make it out of here, where do we go? Something is lurking in the Underdark. Something that is throwing the balance completely off force. It is in great pain. I felt it. The spirits of the earth speak to me. And I felt it like a festering wound coming up from the mantle of our very world. Something is in pain and I have to find it. I don't know how to help you in that regard. But... That's where I'll be heading. But the... Perhaps the Neverlight Grove? Stool mentioned that we could have sanctuary. Yes, what do you know of it? I know it's just where the, uh, the mushroom people live. They seem friendly enough. They're, they keep to themselves. Yeah, and if push comes to shove, we could always eat them. <laughs> I wouldn't eat them. I only jest, friend. <laughs> and don't call me friend, surface dweller. Ah, uh, I see... The barriers of the barriers of your people still hinder our progress. Your people are the ones who threw us down here ages ago. I care not to take the blame for centuries old slights, my friend. And he just shrugs his shoulders and goes back to fiddling with his Can I count on you to lead us out of here? If we get out of here, I will help us get to Neverlight Grove. Then that's the plan. And uh I'm satisfied in our plan. Okay. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to commune with the spirit. And You're good then? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. You see um, Topsy and uh, Jim Jar. Mm-hmm. They get brought back to you. Uh, their duties were done in one of the barracks they were cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get brought back to you and they come back in. Topsy sits next to Turby. <laughs> and then Jim Jar kind of sits back down. He, he mentions something. He says something that you don't understand actually. Right. A couple of them just kind of laugh. I close my silver eyes, and my my hands fold upon each other, and my gnarled, weathered hands, like old oaks, softly fall to my lap, and I find centrality okay. in the nature around me, the rocks, the moisture, your cent- the spirit. Your centrality is suddenly interrupted. Mark! When you hear the door open to the guard tower and you see um, a guard approaching. Marcus actually gets brought back to you holding his head and not moving. He's just... My eyes follow him. Kind of gets set down Mm -hmm. and just lays down. Mm -hmm. uh, Lays down in the corner and just looks miserable. You can't quite tell based on the grayscale, but he's clearly holding his head. Um, You don't know if you see blood or anything, but Mm -hmm. he is. does not look good. Mm And then shortly thereafter, maybe 20 minutes or so, when you start meditating again and whatnot, uh, it's interrupted again by the door being open. These two start coming in, uh, along with two guards, uh, Jorlin and uh, another guard. And you see... Not um, sure? Uh, not sure. Mm-hmm. Jorlin, sure, Jorlin. sure is not sure enough. Okay. Jorlin is uh, the scarred one. He's, okay. le- he's yeah. in behind, and you see him stab friend. You see him slump over it, and Jorlin's got his short sword out. And then two guards rush out from the tower, they pick him up, and they start dragging him in here. Yeah, dragging him into the cell. (gasps) Such violence. So, friend, you are dragged in, 
dragged into the uh, cell by the two oh. dark elves, uh, holding your side. Jorlin gives you one spiteful look, and then heads back in towards the guard tower. That's fair. Uh, and then the doors open and shut. Uh, and you're back in the cell. Everyone's here but Wendell. Um, so I'm going to, um, well, I can't say anything, can I? Can I talk? Yeah, you can talk. Okay. Yeah, yeah you can only speak in common halfling, and you can give your best elven. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to try and, in my best elven, try to remember, um, just be like, Hey, Zarek, where are you? Are you here? Are you here? Hey, can you hear me? I hear my name. And yeah, sure. Oh, it. yeah, you hear your name, and you're like, you hear some, you hear words that you, like, recognize, but I, they're in the I utter, order or tense or something. I utter, who calls to me? Uthalain Avalan. So, uh, I'm going to wander over to... Uh, yeah, you, you, you hear his voice. Yes, so I can wander over. Uh, at some point, I trip over stool again, because he's always in the way. <laughs> you don't hear any noise, he can't make yeah. any noise, he just mm-hmm. kind of, like... Kind of hear squirms a squish. Out of the way. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's like a little. It's kind of sloppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like stepping on a really wet, like a flooded rug on the floor, like a mm-hmm. flooded room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once I get close to him, I'm like, "Hey, I found. Uh, I got us some tools for Wendell, so you, you should give these to him." And I'm gonna pull out the knife and fork that I've gotten and hand them to Syriac. Uh, Syriac. Mm-hmm. I basically understand his idea, and even if I didn't, he's oh, handing you see me forks. Out stuff. Yeah, yeah, so I grab him. And Bupito runs over, mm-hmm. and he starts yelling something. Not yelling. He starts saying something in gibberish, I guess. Do you speak? Uh, no, you speak no, dwarven. No, dwarven. No. no dwarven. Okay, so he just starts saying something really excited, mm-hmm. um, and he's just kind of rubbing his hands, and he's just like, yeah. okay. And I, and I and I and I my eyes brighten, my silver eyes brighten, and I smile. Yeah. At him. Affirming his whatever okay. he's saying. And he he, he kind of nods at you. His eyes kind of like split the direction a little. And then he <laughs> wanders off and kind of sits near the entrance and just kind of like right. collapses. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to inform Sarek. Uh, you know, when I was in the kitchen, Marcus, he didn't like friend too much. There's definitely something there that's... Wait, what are you speaking bad. to? I mean, I speak common. He speaks common. Okay, yeah. I'll switch to common. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to switch to common. If you switch to common, I, more okay, people will understand you yeah. whether or not you yeah. want that. I just give up on trying to remember the little elvish I have. And so, <laughs> That's probably good. Yeah. Um, so I tell Sarek, okay, I don't know if we can trust friends. Marcus seems to have known him before and said he lured him into the forest. I'm not sure the details, but Marcus doesn't trust him. Make up. And I didn't see what happened. Make a perception check. Yeah. That's why I say if he okay. hears you. Okay. I assume you're whispering. Yeah. I assume you're not saying this out. Friend is a bad hey, friend's guy. bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, That'll be a 13. Yeah. Wait, do I have my... No, I'm not proficient. 13. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you you, you overhear this. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, you can do whatever you want. And I'm not sure what... Uh, I couldn't see anything, but when we're coming back, there was some sort of a struggle. And I, I know that he, he just threw... He, the Random struggle happened right in front of the oh, cell. Okay. So many people in here saw the struggle. Okay, I'm not really sure who saw it because okay. I'm blind. Right, yeah, I know you don't know, okay. but... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess that's fair. You wouldn't know, so... All right. But I understand, friend. I trust very little in the dark. I don't know why you're saying these things about me. Marcus and I are friends. We were just going for a stroll through the woods and we were attacked by drow. Marcus Marcus groans like he he wants to say something but he can't he's, oh, and he's holding his head. Hold. No matter what your petty grievances, one thing remains common. We all want to get out of this cell. Mm, I agree. So let's just focus on that. Jim Jark comes over to you. He likes your height. And he kind of nudges you a little. Do you think Friend or Marcus is going to die first? Okay, is he speaking he's, in common? He's speaking in common. Well, one has a traumatic hand wound. He, well, the other one got stabbed in the speak, side. Oh, that's true. Does he speak halfling? No, he's, he's going to be over He's here. saying it to you in common. Okay. Um, I'm just wondering if there's anyone that can overhear. Now that oh, I know everyone, he's overhearing Everyone me. can overhear. He's coming okay. over and whispering it to you. He doesn't care who. He doesn't. He's saying it loud enough. Okay. He's kind of whispering. He doesn't really care who's here. He just says who he thinks is going to die first. Uh, Marcus or a friend here. Uh, if we ever get out of here, 
I'll bet you a gold piece on Marcus dying first. I don't want anyone to die. You know, I'll take that bet just to get out of here, but I'm really hoping only Dark Elves die tonight. He goes over to a wall and starts scrawling like something that you can't read on it. He's tried scratching it in with like another little piece of stone. I'm going to assume he's marking down the bet. He's back to he's some sort of bookie marking. Shushar sitting there meditating. He can't really communicate with you guys in particular. He doesn't really have much to say to anyone else. He's sitting there meditating. He's Not a fucking useless fish. If he could hear you, he'd be in agreement. <laughs> um, Ront is just kind of pacing a little. I mean, he's hearing you guys, and he's kind of... He's getting a little amped, maybe, for when he feels is coming, and it's kind of his chance to redeem himself. Sarah is just sitting there kind of in the corner. Jim Jar is scrolling his stuff in the wall. Eldith is sitting there. She seems kind of distraught. But, you know, she's in a prison cell, but she doesn't really... She hasn't really said much. Darren Dill's just kind of depressed. Lupito is just rubbing his hands and kind of excited. And then Topsy and Turvy are just kind of keeping to themselves in the corner. And Stool, you're not sure what Stool's doing because you haven't had that much experience with fungus. Mm-hmm. Don't know how he, he really, he just looks like he's kind of sitting there and occasionally like... <laughs> looking pointedly in different the, directions. I don't have the mushroom empathy. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Although I, mean, I should. Okay. All right, fine. You... Yeah. You... You haven't dealt with too much fungus, really, in the yeah, forest. Yeah, it was the desert. But, yeah. I mean, you kind of dealt with your basic little mushrooms, but never mushroom people. Mm-hmm. feel a little excitement coming from him. Like, he might get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, he might not He's die ready. himself. Yeah, because he knows he won't make it. You know, you all know he will not make it. In, he no. can't do labor. No. If he, he's entertainment or, or death mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Well... Let's get Wendell working and let's get out of here. The sooner the better. Wendell's not back yet. Where is Wendell? I know, I don't know okay. that. Where is Wendell? Who's Who knows what became of Wendell? Wait, he's not back yet? No, he's not here. Oh yeah, you can't see. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. No, he's not here. Shit! Stool's waiting for Wendell, by the way. That You get that impression before you... Again. Well, well, he wants everyone to be here to talk. I guess we're going to wait for Wendell, yeah, the uh, most no, no. important character. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you guys can still do what you're doing, but Stool, that's the impression you're getting for Stool. That's why you guys aren't all able to communicate necessarily. But roughly between you all, you can mostly communicate with everyone. We're kind of whispering. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Wendell's coming back. Shit. This screws all of our plans. Well, this is part A. What, how, what, what, what are we going to do now? We must be patient. The sun doesn't set until it lowers below the horizon. Boy, I sure hope he's okay. <laughs> Lupito walks over to uh, Durandil, who says something to him, kind of excited, looking way up at him. And Durandil says back to you and Elvish, Lupito thinks we should head to Gracklestew. What is that? He says it's the Dwarven City down here, the, the Dark Dwarves. The Dark Dwarves. He says we'll get equipment and anything we need. And that's our best chance of getting back to the surface. Well, that sounds a lot better than Mushroom Town. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, he, I, but he's you're, insane. You're communicating with him in Elvish. So Sarah comes over and it's like, No, I wouldn't go to Gracklestone. Guthalane. Ah, Lenin. Why not? Deep dwarves are—they're very um, resourceful and studious. They'll—they'll make sure they get their jobs done and they'll make their fabulous weapons. But these people are not to be trusted. They don't like others, and they particularly don't like dark elves. And I doubt they like surface dwellers. Mm. We should go to the Neverlight Grove. Right at that moment, you hear the door crack open from the guard tower. Mm -hmm. And you see a guard um, carrying Wendell. Mm. The guard opens the door. The cell throws Wendell in. Kind of laughs at you guys. Uh, Shore, Shore's with him also. Sorry. Shore's just kind of crossing his arms and smirking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guard throws him in. They slam the door and kind of walk off. And you guys see Wendell on the ground. He's kind of he's just past that. He's got some weird stuff under his lip. Like right on the top of his lip. Right under his nose. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, 
Was that butt grease? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, like, just, well, for you guys who can see, a weird... I'd like just, to make a butt like, grease check. Like a weird just black mark across it. Mm-hmm. And then you notice on his forehead, there's, there's a symbol. Mm. And it's just been placed there. And it looks like it was just branded into his forehead. I'd like to make an arcana check. Sure. Six. You have no idea what that is. <laughs> I would also like to make one. Go for it. Sixteen. You also have no idea what that is. Mm. I'm gonna go kneel down next to him and place my 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 hand on his shoulder and Wendell, Wendell. You feel a hand jarring you. Wendell, Wendell. Hi. Wendell, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah, he's okay. Hey, Wendell, shit. you're. You feel an intense burning pain on your forehead. Uh, I'm gonna touch my head. It hurts really bad when you do that. No, 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 you no, feel no. like you feel weird, like depressions there. You've been branded. Well, like a cow. There's some sort of symbol. Yes, like a cow, actually. Uh, I don't know what it is. What happened to you? Oh, is this is this like? Punishment for like all the cows that my family branded on the farm. I've spoken with many cows in my life, Wendell, and I can tell you assuredly this is not punishment for cows. However, these drow have have harmed you, and we need to open this lock. Because they know. Sarah chimes in. That's. That's House Miserum's symbol. Ah. And it's got a little flare on it that Mistress Navarra uses. What did she do to you, Randall? <laughs> Maybe it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us what happened. Tell us where the bad drow touched you. It's, it's like... I just... Ah... Uh, I just remember the word of thay. The second he says that, mm-hmm. anyone who speaks Elvis just starts laughing. I assume you too. A <laughs> thay? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm just going to write this down for you okay. so you know what it is. Prince Darren. I'm about to just be castrated. <laughs> Prince Darendel is just laughing. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> oh, Why are you laughing? What's oh, going on? Oh, little one, I wouldn't worry about the cows anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, in all seriousness, no. You're fine. What? The, the lock. We need, to, we need to open the lock. What does that mean? A thing? Yeah. Oh, nothing. It, it just means that you've become a man. What? You're a man now. What does Congratulations. It mean? Will you hand me that note? <laughs> he also speaks Elvish. He only so speaks kinda, a little. Like I, I speak Spanish. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just laughing along, pretend like I know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it will yeah, be you okay if we stay here. How do you feel? I feel okay. You know, like. Yeah. How's your head? Hurts, it burns. But it burns. burns. Maybe that's what love feels like. Maybe. Um. How's uh? How's the rest of you? How are you feeling? Kind of uh. Eager. Eager. Mm. <laughs> for the for the record, Jim Jar, Sarah, and Darren, though, were the ones all laughing. Yeah. Plus. Plus. What does uh, it mean? I'm gonna turn to the NPCs. Jim Jar. Jim Jar just really likes that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just not going to tell you. Sarath is just laughing his ass off, and you can't even get like attention from him. <laughs> and Prince Darendel is just like, I, I don't want to say. Please, Darendel. It, it is better you don't know, young one, and he just starts laughing a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do anything until you tell me. Nah, I, I will not. Listen, it's not a big deal. It's just kind of funny to adults. You open, <laughs> you open the door, you die, essentially. So there's the flint. Jim Jar stops no. laughing for a moment. It's like, look, all right, all right. 
He got some stuff. If you can open this door, I'll tell you if we get out of here. And then he just goes back to laughing. He just starts rolling in the floor. <laughs> hey, um, um, remember you have the knife and the fork now too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I hand over the knife and the fork to uh, Wendell. Here are some more tools acquired by by our good friend Aldrich to help us get out of this infernal imprisonment. Enough time for joking. My sense of self is crushed. <laughs> I don't know what it all means, and I'm scared and uncertain. I don't know what she might have told everybody. So I just kind of sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Am I mobile again? Is friend mobile yeah, again? Oh, you're fine. You're, uh, I mean, you're not fine, but... Yeah. You're, you, Holding you, the side, but yeah, still... You, you kind of have to keep your arms on your side a little. Sure. You're not comfortable at all. It's not... He didn't stab you horribly. Gotcha. Man, though, I just still hear the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> echoing. Echoing even now. John, get me that beer. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid dork. <laughs> <laughs> Only Andrew knew that and knows everything. <laughs> he knows everything. Okay. Wendell. What? Are, are, the, are the knife and fork enough? Can you and the flint shot now? Yeah, they're not enough. I believe you can open that lock, Wendell. You're a man now. You can do it, Wendell. We all know you can. Come on, Wendell. You're our only hope. I don't want to leave. <laughs> Stroll. Wendell hears the, the, the booming druid voice. Wendell. Wendell, <laughs> what is it you seek? Fossil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to Shushar. Or I'm just gonna, I guess I'll telepathically communicate with Yeah, yeah. Are they still gonna kill me? They will kill all of us that are here. We will all die to them eventually. But, but I belong to her house now. I don't know what that's going to mean for you. Well, I said I would help everybody get out of yeah, here. And it's like, it's like, probably like two inches wide or whatever, just sitting right here in the middle of your park. Oh, no one's gonna help me. With this thing on my head. Is this still a plan? This is run down the spider webs? I see no alternative. Uh, now you guys can all speak. Lupita's like, we can go to Grackle Stew. We can get weapons, equipment. You guys can get out of here. I'll we have home. to make a decision. All of us. The village of the mushroom people, or take our chances with the dark dwarves. Shushar raises his hand. Yes, Shushar. Sloop Loop is a welcome home for all. Wait, are they all like you though? How far is Sloop Loop? They are not. I am Shushar the Awake. Do they? Do any of them have like know how to like defend themselves or? Oh, absolutely. I will not fight any. I am a pacifist. Is, My people are not. Is Sloop Loop part of the Underdark? Absolutely. How far? If I were to head to Sloopy I would guess. I'm not sure about the path there, but if someone could guide us there, I feel like anywhere between eight and ten rest cycles. What? Oh, good lord. Where's the. What? How far are we into the, the Dark well, Gnome City? What, wait, where are we going? What is it? Where are the outdoors? Um, Bupito chimes in. I, I don't know how far it is, but it's where we want to go. And then, uh, and then uh, Sarah kind of chimes in. He's like, "I guess it's um, what you surface dwellers. I, I I've read a little. If we call them maybe a month to get there." And the mushroom people. Um, Stu's like, "Yeah, yeah, please. I can't huh. go anywhere else." And uh, Sarah is seems weird and desperate. <laughs> he, he's a little two foot mushroom that has no arms and can't do anything. <laughs> He's very desperate. <laughs> He's even more desperate than you are. <laughs> and I can see. He's basically a mushroom baby. <laughs> so, like, you're a 13 year old. You're at least, like, you've experienced that. You've got a job. This is like a baby. Mm-hmm. Sarah says, um, I think that would be our best destination, but that's even Wait. a longer travel. 
Shlubla Goop or the Mushroom the Goop? Mushroom Never Kingdom. like Kingdom. Never like Grove. Not Kingdom. Never like Grove. Never like Grove is the furthest. Mm-hmm. But the best bet. But Sarah says it's the best bet. Mm-hmm. Bupito wants to go to Grekelstu, mm-hmm. which is maybe a month away, the Dark Dwarves. No one else, seems, read no one else seems to want to go there. I don't want to go to the Dark Dwarves. Brandon wants to get back Shushar to the surface wants, somehow. Shushar, Shushar wants to go to, to Fishtown. Right. Yeah. Elvis says, we can find a way to the tunnels. I came in here on, we can maybe get to, to Gauntelgrim, which you have all heard of. Gauntelgrim. It's a yes. surface, uh, well, it's in a mountain. Mm-hmm. It's a dwarven, um, recently dwarves have taken it over. You've heard rumors. Mm-hmm. The rest of you are roughly familiar with Gauntelgrim. Um, and that's that? where she's from. You don't know where... She doesn't know where that is. She got lost. Above the ground sounds yeah. great. Yeah, and, and Ront... Ront's just like, anywhere that takes us to the surface is the best. All right. Well, then, after young Wendell picks the lock, it sounds like the only way to decide what we where we're going is a vote. So we'll go through each person in this room, and wherever we end up going, we all commit fully to going there. Let's start with Boopy Dog. Grackle Okay, so there's one for Grackle Grack, And he says they have the best equipment. They make the weapons for most of the Underdark. We get the best equipment. That's your best chance to get to the surface. Who says that? Bupido. Bupido. Okay. Darren Dale. I am uh, not familiar with the Underdark, and I wish to um, just go to the surface as fast as possible. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> so that would be the the dwar- the, the, the Eld- closest Eldith's thing- town? Well, he doesn't... Well, sure. He just wants to... It doesn't matter. The okay, surface so is where he wants to. Abstain. Yeah. Okay. He has no... He has no vote. Okay. Eldith. I'm not too familiar with where we are, but if we can get... I, I, I've navigated the Underdark multiple times. I, I'm on scouting patrols down here. I can perhaps help navigate wherever we need to go. And so how long did it take you to get lost to get here? We took a wrong... T- I don't know. Enough! We lost. We're not debating origins. We're devoting where our destination this is. This is just information we're talking Quiet, child! Oh. Eldrith? I, I can only guide... I can only lead us, maybe, scout for us through the Underdark. I don't have... I don't know where we are. Where do you want whatever, to go? Whatever gets us to the surface the fastest. I don't... I'm not familiar with you. I've never been to any of these places. Abstain. Abstain, sure. Jamjar? I've got another idea. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like a gym jar. Maybe we head to the deep gnome. Let's become slavers ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, the deep gnome town. Yeah, Blingdenstone. Blingdenstone. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> forgotten realms. Okay. I'd wager a month away. And what's the benefit of Blingdenstone? That's where the deep gnomes live. I am not a deep gnome. No, but they'll know how to get you to the top. Well, so One far, for Blingdenstone. So far, Jim Jar and Topsy and Turvy have been helpful, so I don't think we can discount the deep gnome town. Ront! I don't know where we are. I Abstain? Want <laughs> um, what does that mean? Um... Uh, Sarath. If we're up to me, I'd go to Neverlake Grove. Okay. I think we'll get the best chance there. I mean, we could go to Blingdon Stone, but they're not going to accept some of us, especially me. Hmm. And I can help guide uh, to a couple of these places for sure. Understood. Jushar. I would like to go to Slooblu. Slooblu. My people there will welcome you. And perhaps there, on the dark lake, you'll be able to find whatever it is you need to get to the surf. Slubludook is not too far from Cracklestool on the dark lake. Perhaps between the two, you could uh, find your way to the surface. Understood. Stool! Never like Grove, please. I don't know where else to go. Okay. Topsy? My brother and I, I don't, we don't care where you guys go. As soon as we feel we're safe, we're going to set out on our own. Understood. Abstain. Marcus, can you hear me? 
Yeah. Where do you want to go if you could get out of here? I don't even care. My head hurts. Abstain. Aldric. Normally I'd want to go to the surface, but... <laughs> Normally. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of liking this uh, idea of going to Blingdenstone. I came down here to hunt the drow, and I just want to get some more supplies and keep on my way hunting. I don't want to leave until I've at least scalped a few of these... Horrible dark creatures. Ah, you're a dark man with a dark plan, understood. Friend. I would like to get back to a human town. Back on the surface, that's where I want to go. Wendell. Yeah. Where would you like to go? What does it even matter anymore? There are many, many days ahead of you, young one. No one wants me with this thing on my head. I accept you. You just want me to open that door? That would be the plan, yes. Wendell, look at me. I know you can't see me, but look at me. I hear you. Look towards my voice. Yeah. I have communed with the spirits for 650 years, and I vow to you, if you get us out of this cell, I will take you under my wing and teach you the druidic path. I just always thought maybe one day I could make clocks. I don't know what a clock is, but whatever it is, young one, I promise there is a day coming where you can do it. As soon as you open that door, everything will feel better and you'll be motivated, I swear. If I didn't already promise to do it, I would just stay here right now. But if I had a vote... Are you a man of your word? I would... I am. That's what my uncle Gregory always told me. Darrenville pats you on the back. I would have to vote for the mushroom town. So that leaves the last vote to stool, me. Stool, stool, like, scurries up to you. He waddles up to you and just kind of nuzzles you with his, like, thing. <laughs> his, 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 his mushroom rim. <laughs> yeah, his mushroom his spore, rim. His spore ejector. Yeah, you feel his rim just on your leg. He's, like, two feet tall. That leaves the last vote to me. And as one who communes with nature and is, and is united with Gaia, I find these beautiful rimmed creatures to be most appealing, and I vote for the Neverlight Grove, which makes it four votes for Neverlight, and that is our destination. It's all up to you now, Wendell. Live or die, dawn or dusk. I'm gonna go over to where I normally sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write a note into the ground in um, common and dwarven. In both languages, I'm yeah. simply gonna write, I love you. Until next time, keep your back to the wall. If you had fun listening, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Don't forget to leave a review. Hi, I'm Caleb. And I'm Dom. And I'm David, and we're a part of the Trailblazers podcast. What is Trailblazers, you're asking yourself right now? Well, our podcast is difficult to describe. Yeah, it's kind of like a Senate meeting, except with less filibusters and more rolling for initiative. It's like going to the movies, except instead of watching professional actors create compelling storylines, you're listening to a bunch of guys just pretending to be professional actors. It's sort of like going skiing with your friends. If your friends are able to cast spells, wield swords, and there was no skiing involved. It's like going to court, but with less arguing and... Wait, no. There's probably about the same amount of arguing. It's like going to the bank, but instead of tellers behind the windows, it's just three guys role-playing. So if any of that sounds good to you, then you'll love our actual play podcast where we get together and play the Pathfinder role-playing game. We'd love to have you guys join us every Tuesday on the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or at our website, tblazer.net. Hope to see you there. So wait, it's just a couple of guys playing Dungeons & Dragons? No, 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 no. crazy? It's called Pathfinder. What, are you trying to get us sued? What are you going to do? Slide down that stalactite? What are you going to do, Wendell? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm just trying to point out the impossible. What are you going to do, Wendell, over here?